Welcome to the 34 for 34 podcast, a podcast for and by supporters of David Kim for Congress in California's 34th District. I'm your host, Jerry Wan, and I invite you to join us every episode where we talk to David, the candidate himself, and those on his team, those who support, and those who have endorsed him on his way to becoming the next congressman for California's 34th. To learn more about David, visit him at davidkim2020.com or David Kim for Congress on Instagram. Thanks again for tuning in. And here now is today's episode. Hey, everybody, welcome back to 34 for 34. And it's been a few weeks since we caught up with our candidate, David Kim. And we are so excited to have him back here on the podcast. We're recording this on Monday, September 28th. So we are just 36 days away or five days or five weeks and some change. Five weeks in a day until the elections. Uh, welcome back, David. Yes, thank you so much for having me back. 36 days. 36 days. Um, tell us what's been going on the last few weeks since we last chatted with you and the campaign. Yeah, a lot of things have happened um, in regards to last-minute pivots, adjustments with the campaign as we enter into our last five weeks of the campaign. Uh, for instance, last week we just launched our basic income trial program where we partnered up with Steady um, in selecting 25 families that live in our district to receive cash grants of $840 a month for the next three months. And so we have been provided access to uh, monitor the real-time data tracking and uh, the responses that come in and, and what payments uh, they use their, their cash grants on. And then hopefully with the results that we have, we'll be able to take it straight directly to Congress after we win. So that's definitely one of the things we've done. Um, and we're excited to share about that. So definitely go to our website, um, to the press release section, and you can read more about it. And then also we have a few fundraisers coming up and a big one that's coming up this Sunday uh, for those who uh, are looking for something to do. This Sunday morning at 11 a.m., we have a virtual brunch with Andrew Yang, former presidential candidate and uh, and leader who also recently brought universal basic income back onto the roundtable discussion in um, the past year or two, and and also Clara, Clara Chung. So, so yeah, if you're able to make it, we'd love to see you there too. That's awesome, man. And if you, if anybody has been following David on any social media, um, it is obvious that he is actually going out there himself and putting in the work. Um, and we've also, in the last few weeks here, um, you know, been faced with new reasons to protest or perhaps new reminders of, of why the system uh, requires protest. Um, tell us and share with us some of the events that you've attended and, and what are the people actually on the streets sharing with you about what they want in a congressional candidate? Yeah, for those um, who who might not be aware, we've we've been engaged in showing up at protests, whether they be with um, no rent, no evictions, no vacancy protests, Black Lives Matter protests, uh, defunding school police protests. Uh, and what's important is not just to show up at these protests, which is a basic thing to do, but to also attend and to listen to these speakers and leaders and members of the community who are speaking from their own hearts and experiences. And so, for example, um, not too long ago, about a week or two ago, we went to a defund school police 
uh, protest where the young teenagers were talking about how they shouldn't be fearing um, being uh, arrested or tackled or, or tased at school when really the thing that they need are nurses, are counselors, are our therapists. Um, and so to really hear from the students themselves gives you a different perspective of, hey, it, it actually doesn't make sense that we're providing an abundance of police, but not counselors to our students at school. And, and that happened, that protest was right in our district, uh, right near the Board of Education next to downtown. And then also some of you guys know um, the, the grand jury came out last week uh, with their decision in regards to Breonna Taylor's case and, and ruled that there was no killing. They, they charged no, n- nothing on, on her death. Rather, it was a wanton endangerment uh, and, and sh- reckless shooting through a wall. And it makes you think, wow, who are sitting on these jury? What, what is happening? Do we not really respect and regard human life as being the utmost uh, value and supreme? And so with that, we went and hit the streets again last week. And, and there, even the protesters and, and the people speaking, I mean, obviously, we're all upset uh, deeply and visibly. But for us to all learn as a community that if we don't hold law enforcement and the police accountable, then then how much more are we going to enable this system to continue? And for those who don't know, um, the police in the South were actually formed the origi- origins of the police in the South were uh, it was it, it was started from a team of expert vigilantes who were trained to capture runaway slaves and. What a lot of people don't also realize is in the year in the years around when slavery was abolished, that's when prisons started, um, and so prisons just took another form of slavery incarceration. And so, a lot of these things are are things that haven't been addressed in kind of to the depth and in breadth that we have now. But now that we do have it, it's important for us to continue talking about it and not just let it phase out. And so, um, that's something that's very close to the heart to the people in our campaign and, and in our district as well. And so we've definitely been involved in those efforts. And as you've been getting more active um, in, in policy matters in those discussions, uh, the activity on your team has grown quite a bit since the last time we talked. Um, and, and now you've actually started going into the office um, as, as full time. And it's, it's really, really great and inspiring to see people uh, physically and then safely gathering together to do the work. Um, share with us a little bit about what that means for you and uh, how how the growth of the team has been going. Yes, we've been very empowered, inspired, motivated, and and just challenged by all of the volunteers that are coming in. Even yesterday, we had uh, some walk-ins. Like they didn't even sign up to volunteer; <laughs> they just saw our yard signs all over the district, our David Kim um, for Congress Community First yard signs, and looked up our campaign looked up where our campaign office was and just walked in to help. (laughs) So we were like, Whoa, that was a first. Um, but it's definitely, it's, it's encouraging to see, uh, this excitement, this bubble of energy, um, not just of desperation, but really of hope and of empowerment because we have our own progressive slate here in Los Angeles running, whether that be our campaign, whether that be Nithya's campaign or Fatima's or others out there. And so uh, with with our office, we're basically open uh, from Tuesday through 
from Wednesday through Monday um, in regards to those. If you're listening to this and you want to help out, uh, feel free to reach out to davidkim2020.com forward slash volunteer. And as soon, as soon as you sign up, one of us will be notified and we'll be able to direct you. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely been encouraging to see. On Sundays, Jerry, I spend my time doing personal deliveries of yard signs to constituents that have requested them. And so Sundays are definitely um, a, a recent treat that I've been enjoying because I get to meet the constituents themselves. And, and when knocking on their door, they're wondering, oh, who could be knocking on my door and so they're they're kind of cautious and guarded and then when they see me and then they see the yard sign they're like oh my gosh david why are you giving this why isn't your volunteer doing this and they get pretty excited um so it's it's very cool to talk to each of the constituents and and hear what's important to them um so yeah it's been pretty exciting and, and you can definitely feel the momentum picking up what's the most meaningful conversation you've had with a constituent as you've been going door to door yeah, one of the conversations I had yesterday with a constituent was how she she's receiving therapy and treatments that she needs right now, um, and which is really great. And she's very thankful that she's able to have that access and 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 not to be able to pay for um, those high extreme costs. But she is she's scared every day that she might be furloughed uh, because her friends and family have been, and so. Um, that's something that's that's that she and her she knows all too familiar with because her friends and family are experiencing and and with that or whether it be uh, one parent not being home and so the other parent being there to accept my yard sign because the parents are both busy working and so they're never home at the same time. So so yeah, I mean these these things are 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 very common, but but each story is is so personal to each family. So um, yeah, and these are the stories that are should be motivating us and should be um, <clears throat> inspiring us on in terms of what legislation we should be writing on and passing and supporting in Congress. Very inspiring, man. It's always good to see um, you you doing the work. I think, which is um, you know, as as we approach uh, election day and we see. Different politicians doing different things um, or not doing different things. Um, <laughs> uh, at, at the what I, what I think people will remember you for, um, and we all obviously hope that it's a, it's a positive outcome here in five weeks. But um, you cared enough to walk the streets, and you cared enough to uh, stand shoulder to shoulder with the people who are literally fighting for their lives and um, putting your own uh, livelihood through your job on pause to make sure that everybody else can too um, have a fair shot at living the life that we are uh, supposed to be living. So um, as always, I appreciate you jumping on the show with us. Uh, we will see you again next Monday. And um, we'll put the links to the events that David shared about, in particular, the Andrew Yang brunch this coming weekend. And so I encourage you to uh, sign up. Um, I will probably be there as well. So uh, we'll see you this weekend and have a great, safe, healthy and uh, successful week, David. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of 34 for 34. To learn more about David's campaign and find out how you can get involved in the campaign, visit him online at davidkim2020.com or find him on Instagram at davidkimforcongress. This has been your host, Jerry Wan. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to vote.